You're listening to United Q Podcast. We're brought to you by ProQ, Kamado Joe, Thermopen, and Smokewood Shack. ProQ's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow, and gravity-fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Kamado Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. When smoking, roasting, or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermapen Instant Read Thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super fast Thermapen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent. This week's show, we have got Andy Stubbs from Andy Low and Slow. Hey, Andy, how are you? Hey, guys, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Thank you for coming on. We um we saw your Kickstarter project has launched, and we were so excited. We're like, quick, let's ring Andy. We need to get him on and talk about how it's going. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we went live. Um, we went live last Thursday, um, and it's been incredible so far. Um, we went. We got twelve and a half thousand pounds in one day. Which is bonkers, yeah, bonkers. I was um, I was working away up in Huddersfield and just watching the numbers just keep going up. It was it was quite overwhelming um, how generous a lot of people have been so far. When I said it's crazy, I don't mean that in any negative way. I mean that you can see <laughs> no, but just no, know, amazing to see the the response and and it, it's a difficult one Kickstarters because they can sometimes just really really not not go well at all and. Uh, it's it's really interesting to see obviously how well yours is doing and and obviously hoping that it continues to go like that but it's it's amazing to see the success you've had in such a short time with it thank you it's it's been something that i've been looking at doing for i was considering doing one last year um but i kind of felt i would wait until we were even closer to the restaurant so i kind of felt that this was it's all all, all or nothing now for me kind of thing we've got a location that we, we've got our eye on a location, but we can't sign a lease until we've got a bit more money behind us. And also there's a, legals and all that kind of stuff um, in the background. But basically by funding this money will mean we're in a, a, a lot better position, whether it be this site that I'm looking at now or the next one that comes along, having money in the bank will mean we're ready to go kind of thing. Yeah. And I know that this this is the absolute dream, but can you can you just run through what what that dream in reality to to, to us would be? Like what 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 is the what is the restaurant if if that makes sense? Yeah, definitely. Um so the restaurant will be um a 
continuation of the food and the cuisine that I'm cooking now. So it's all going to be cooked over fire. Nothing's going to change there. Um, I think we touched on last time we spoke about me working with Martin's Meats and the farm now. So just like reinforcing what we're already doing, using good British premium produce, grass-fed, free-range organic meat, and just basically taking street foods, taking street food for the next level um, and getting it into bricks and mortar. Many people can come like sort of five days a week. They can sit on a table in the warm not in a car park like I am at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the big things, get done around the cold. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, just just literally like the limitations of street food, as much as I love street food and it's got me to where I am, I can't be as creative and I can't have as many things on the menu because I don't have permanent staff. The weather will be affecting me, especially this time of year kind of thing. So just getting us into that restaurant and taking the business and my career to the next stage, basically. And I know that obviously, like, until it's close to the time, there won't be any sort of final decisions as sort of menu goes. And I'm sure the menu will evolve anyway over time. But but what sort of things is it, is it continuation of the street food that we're going to see? Or are there, are there are there new things that you're you're planning on doing? Will, they, will this uh, opportunity unlock uh, sort of the ability to do more or, or, or what is it that will, will come from the restaurant? I think, as you said, like um, the restaurant will mean I can do a lot more. Um, it will make it a lot easier to be able to cook more dishes. We'll have we'll have the big smoker in there, that old hickory that I'm using now. Then we're going to have a big open fire pit kind of thing. So we can have a lot more grilled meats on the menu, which I don't get a chance to do as much anymore because I just don't have a barbecue with me at street food events. So you'll see a continuation of what I'm doing. So there's going to be lots of tacos then you're also going to see a lot more vegetables and side dishes on the menu. So a lot of wood-fired like sort of vegetables like cauliflowers, cabbages, a lot of seasonality. So just depending on what's in season at the at that time. But a lot more grilled meat, a lot more plated food, obviously, um, just elevating and making it look a little bit more pretty and just taking it to the next level. But we're never going to forget. We, you're still going to be able to come in and get a pulled pork bun, um, we're not going to be one of them restaurants that completely changes what we do. We're sticking to our roots, but we're just we're growing as people and yeah. business owners. Well, kind of well, if if it's going to be an elevation of what you're doing currently, I, I can't wait to come and try it because, I mean, I've actually not been been in eating your food in, in since probably grill stock last year. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, but, hasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. even I mean, from what I see online and what I see you guys doing, just excites me. Always excites me. The pictures. That I see from what you guys are doing excites me. It's it's one of the my favorite sort of I don't know favorite things to see is, is the dishes that you guys are putting together and all the times it is it is simple but bold flavors and and just like you said it's about the ingredients and stuff like that and it's it's just fantastic to see and I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing what you guys do in the restaurant. Thank you. I think it's just a natural kind of thing of working with such good produce. You don't have to do crazy things to it. We don't smother it in sauce. We don't we don't use lots of heavy kind of dry rubs and stuff. We just sort of let the meat speak for itself, cook it well and pair it with good stuff. There's a lot of people, people like Andrew Clark um, at St. Leonard's, who's a meatopia chef as well. He's got um, he's doing some incredible stuff over fire at the moment. I'm like really heavily influenced by him. So it's pretty cool. Definitely. So let's, let's talk about some of the pledges that you could make to this Kickstarter project, because 
I've been looking through and I'm like, these, there's so many good ones. I don't know which one to go for. And should I even go for multiple ones? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we kind of, I looked at Kickstarter campaigns um, that I followed and I, I found nothing against anybody who's done anything, but I, I just sort of, I thought let's try and be a little bit creative because at the end of the day, I'm asking people to pledge and to help me fund a restaurant. So I thought, what can we do to make it exciting and give back to them? So we kind of we've got some really cool ones. So for an example, we've got um, a pop up with Matt Burgess or Matt Black, as a lot of people may know him um, in the industry. So Matt's from Caravan Restaurants yeah. in London. Um, his pedigree is kind of he opened up Barbaco with Jamie Oliver and um, Marco and a lot of them guys. So he's an incredible chef who's become a good friend of mine. So he's going to come up to Birmingham when I get the restaurant. And he's going to come and do like a sort of multi-course dinner, um, which people can pledge for, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that is it's awesome. That is, there's so many that I'm going through here now. I'm just like, oh, do I want this one? Do I want? We've got. Go to we've got another. Do I want to go to launch and, night? Actually, I'm thinking, and, will my wife kill me if I say I want free tacos for life? <laughs> <laughs> no one's gone for that one yet. <laughs> but, yeah. And another one that um, I think a lot of um, both of our listeners can relate to is John Goer um, from Quiet yeah. Waters Farm. Um, so he um, called me up at the weekend and he's donated one of his um, beautiful free range pastured peaks and he's going to, um, we've got a site, I think it's in East London, um, Hackney kind of way and he's so he's going to come and he's going to cook a pig and we're going to get some big banquet tables and we're going to do like a kind of southern style pop up where we just coloured greens, cornbread, some moonshine and just eat some beautiful pig which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Sounds cool. awesome to me. <laughs> yeah, that the that, um, hundred eight hundred day aged burger that will be another epic as well, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was so. I, I sort of I found the farm um, months ago now, um, and I told them that I wanted to do. I'd seen a few people do it um, across London and stuff, and I'd seen people doing this hundred day aged burger, and I'd, I'd never tasted anything like it. So I said to Martin, "Can you just stick me a four quarter at the back of the aging room and see what happens?" <laughs> So um, we did it. We we went up. We we aged it for a hundred days. We minced it and we mixed it with um, bone marrow, and it was just the most incredible, umami filled, funky kind of rich burger I've I've ever tried. And that, that's interesting. So so was it literally a a like whole four quarter years? You didn't select individual cuts to age for a hundred days, or did you? Was it literally just like the whole forequarter, for instance? Well, more or less used the whole forequarter. I took the four rib, the, um, the special bit. Um, I took that and had that for my birthday dinner. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> want to mean so. <laughs> but, um, yeah, basically, so obviously on the forequarter, you've got the brisket, the chuck, all of that beautiful meat, like um, the shoulder yeah. plug kind of thing. So th- them are all the cooks that people are using for burgers anyway. So we just kind of... We just minced a lot more or less um, and added. We went with a 70-30 ratio of meat to fat. And then that 30% of fat was made up with half of that was bone marrow. So obviously, as you can imagine, it was pretty fatty, pretty juicy. Um, it was incredible. Um, it's just once again, though, in the terms of the like how of the way of, of, of what you're doing or what your message is as well, that you're, you're using the whole animal rather than just going on uh, selecting cuts from, from various uh, from various cows for instance you've you've chosen to to celebrate the full quarter from one from yeah, one cow for instance which is which is kind of cool as well in itself 
it's something I'm kind of having to adapt to because um, working with smaller farms and smaller producers, you don't have the luxury of having mass amounts of one muscle. Um, yeah. And obviously, that's what you normally see on a menu is like a hundred day aged chuck burger or, or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite cool to to look at it in a different way of the you've taken the forecourt of the the whole animal and then age that for 100 days and it's it's a it's a mixture of that that you're getting yeah i just think you get the different textures and the different flavors from each cook kind of thing so i just think it's a good thing to kind of try to utilize everything on the animal kind of thing rather than just wasting well not wasting but just selecting yeah yeah from it back to kickstart because i keep i keep going off on tangents (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) It's actually it's gone up since we've been on here, so maybe maybe people can hear us already. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I go on this. One of my fun things to do at the minute, multiple times during the day, I go on and just check it out. Oh, and, mate, it's uh, killing me. I, I can't stop watching. I it. it's like, I'm I a bet. nervous wreck. <laughs> I don't even know how you're functioning. Like, I, I I'm even excited from the other side of the world to keep going on and checking and thinking, oh, it's amazing. And it's just cool to see the support as well. Like even I know that probably we we obviously cross probably cross paths quite a lot. But flicking through like Instagram or flicking through my Facebook and stuff, there's so much love and so much support, which I think speaks volumes for what what you do yeah. and, and the support that you have. Yeah, it's, it's really like I said, it's beautiful that so many people. Like I, I had a, um, I've had so many people like Andre from um, a friend, probably we all know um, from Brazil, phone me up just to wish me well yesterday and say he's really proud of what I'm doing and stuff and there's been a lot of like kind of friends family industry people who are really getting behind me on this so it's just it's really cool and really kind of gives me a lot of confidence that we're going to achieve it um one thing that is coming obviously it went up so high so fast but what I need to do now is I need everybody to keep on sharing the project as far and wide as they can just so it doesn't become like within danger of it kind of I, I could reach my peak of audience at the moment so we need it to just sort of go out as further afield to as many people as we can yeah amazing get on there and share it everyone <laughs> we've um Definitely. What, what's this um what's a signed f- picture of taco ben Who's Taco Ben? <laughs> so Taco Ben is a friend, a good friend of mine. Um, he's a guy who's working over in England from America. Um, and he's become a really good friend. He supported me. He he just started out coming out every weekend. And I've never seen a kid, well, a guy eat so many tacos in all my <laughs> life. Like This guy, his life is dedicated to tacos and other things, obviously. But he kind of, he's helped me over the summer. He came and worked at events for me. He's film my video for me for the kickstarter he's just a good friend and somebody who supports me and he keeps on telling me off if i swear online and he keeps on telling me to do this and that and he's just a general good person who a lot of our customers probably see so we thought it'd be quite funny to just throw in a side picture of him (laughs) i I tried to get him to do a i tried to get him to do a calendar but he wouldn't he wouldn't go as far as doing a calendar (laughs) Yeah, I think I, it's just trying to keep it interesting and fun for people. Do you know what I mean? I just like people know I'm super passionate about my business and and work, but then I'm also a fun guy. Anyone who knows me like knows I like to prat around and play. And do you know what I mean? There's, there's time for both in life. So I want the re- the restaurant and the business and this project to reflect me as a person. 
Yeah, definitely. I'm keen to have my picture on your family tree as well. That's a good pledge, isn't it? Yeah, I, I thought that was cool. I, I see a lot of people say they'll put their names on, so I thought, what can we do one step further, as I always do? So <laughs> I thought we could do a, a little collection of just a little thing, so when you come into the restaurant, you can kind of just see a little picture of yourself on the wall. Just trying to give back, do you know what I mean? Just think of creative things to reward people for their support. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I really like that. And you've cool. got one here about your ex, like your barbecue sauce and dry rubs. Is that something you'd sell normally anyway, or is that something you're coming up with specially for this? No, we we kind of we have done. We have sold the barbecue sauce, but I'm just I'm that busy at work doing trying to keep up with all the garnish that I make. Um, like we're making three, four different salsas a week now, different sauces. It's just it's a lot to stay on top of, so we don't get a chance to sell it. So I thought. People ask me a lot for the barbecue sauce, so I'm going to kind of take my house barbecue sauce and do a little remix of it, a little exclusive kind of take on it, and then just send that out as one of the rewards. Yeah. And also see the uh, the barbecue class as well. Looks that sounds really cool. I mean, what what sort of things would people expect to to learn on the course? That's something I've been asked a lot about over the years, and I've the first kind of two three years I didn't feel I kind of didn't put myself in that place where I thought I was anybody to teach anybody something but the last couple of years I've kind of I've done a lot of cooking and I feel confident now that I can kind of give back to people and teach them so it's basically it's just going to be a day hanging out where I kind of get a Weber smoker and a drum and I'll just show people the basics of it's not super complicated to light a fire and just the best way I see a lot of different methods with different names and people put so much emphasis on what pattern your charcoal is going to go and all of this. And I just kind of want to give people confidence that anybody can learn this um, just with a few basic things and rules and guidelines. So then just, yeah, just getting a fire ready, getting a smoker ready for your first cook, teaching people about just how to rub meat, how to positions on the barbecue, ways to make it not set on fire and burn your house down or your garden down, which I've almost done a few times. Um, yeah, so just to give people confidence and teach people the things that I've learned right and wrong, just so people can go away and do some backyard barbecue cooking with confidence and start their path in whatever they want to do cooking over fire. Amazing. Sounds sounds awesome as always. And I've got another one for you to add to the list. This could be another reward. And I've just thought this one up and yours is one of the first Kickstarters I've seen that's evolved with extra rewards since launching, which we'll talk okay. about in a moment. But here's another one because I've heard you talk about it a couple of times. But how about adding one for a signed, uh, a signed first print copy of the Andy Stubbs uh, cookbook? when it comes out because i know that that's a dream of yours and it's a, something that could happen in the future so that could be a, a nice reward for someone yeah man i i get asked again i get asked to do a cookbook quite regularly and it, it's something i'd like to do something i felt i couldn't do before um but I, i'm kind of at a stage now where i'm confident what i do i'm happy to share um with what i do with people sometimes it's not necessarily about a recipe it's making a recipe your own um a good friend of mine, obviously, who we all know, Christian Stevenson, um, DJ Barbecue. He's got two incredible books out at the moment that I, I, I use regularly. And I just love the way he kind of, he'll write recipes and then he'll teach people to go away and make them your own and put your own stamp on things. Yeah. So, yeah, man, that could be something. That's definitely something we could look at doing. 
I was going to say that we could add to it, Dan, but I don't think anyone wants anything that we produce. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd love to go on the farm tour, though. I think that would be great fun to go and look around the farm and see those long-hong cattle and stuff. Yeah, it was um, me and Taco Ben went out to the farm the other week, and Martin's a really nice guy. So the farm surrounding his family, um, his parents' home, so they, they're, they're predominantly... Um, cattle farmers and then they've got a small holding with the pigs um, and then they've got sheep as well and mine's a lovely guy mine's taught me a lot about farming and how he cares for the animals and how he all let the animals the longhorns will live um, a longer life than your average kind of intensively reared cattle kind of thing and martin will go out and select animals when they're he doesn't necessarily look at how old they are he'll look at when they're ready um, look at fat cover things like that so it, it's really yeah I think if you're into meat and barbecue cooking I think it's a really great thing to go out to the farm and really learn some things about these animals that we're cooking and just show a little bit of respect to them um, just by learning a little bit about what these guys are doing and far British farming basically yeah this is that like you said learning about farming I think something that lots of people in the kind of barbecue world at the moment are getting so into they just want to know more about where the food came from and just getting that full story of the whole process and i think you just learn so much that i when i go and spend a day yeah. with joe up on his farm he's only he's a sheep farmer and i just you just learn so much stuff that you just never even think about before yeah it's incredible i learned the other day that if a sheep falls over or gets stuck in a bush and it doesn't um and it can't be bothered to get out it can kind of just cut like I don't know how to say this without sounding really morbid, but it can basically just make itself pass away, which yeah. is absolutely bonkers to me. Yeah. So like, I'm, now I'm driving. I'm, I'm, I'm driving around then. Yeah. So be when I'm, I'm hung over and on the sofa and can't be bothered oh, honestly, to go mate, to the yeah. bridge. <laughs> if humans could do this, I wouldn't be around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't imagine a hangover on a Sunday morning. I'd be like, oh no, I can't do this anymore. But yeah. like, I, I find myself now driving around and looking for sheep in bushes and stuff, and thinking, oh no, does that sheep need help? Yeah. Like, do I need to go and get that sheep somehow? <laughs> I'm gonna be a sheep whisperer, man. Yeah. <laughs> And they do it. They actually get stuck on their back quite often, don't they? Is that a common yeah, thing yeah, for a yeah. sheep to roll over and get stuck on its back? They yeah, need to learn some we... lizards. The lizards over here just drop their tails and they're gone. So they need to be able to like split in half or something and just carry on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sheep, sheep don't have much of a tail anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite but like i said like all of these little things are really interesting and i think that once you learn all these things about farming and about animals it makes you look at how we eat and how we cook so much more and i try to teach people about like eat less meat but make it good meat when you do eat it rather than like don't go to supermarkets don't buy meat that pale looking and lean and save save your money buy something beautiful of a weekend support british farming eat something beautiful it's healthier it's better it's just it's all around better for, better for everyone i sound like a hippie don't i but it's just it's so important <laughs> and I, I really believe in it yeah good yeah and i think you should they one of the things that's proven to be one of the very popular things which i think sings your praises as to like why you should even be doing this is that the actual launch night party is one of the most popular things that people are wanting to pledge money for so that really shows you that people want this restaurant to happen and they want to come along to it. 
I actually need to keep track of that because like the <laughs> restaurant isn't that big. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's um, that's, that's the one that's I'm really going to be nice pledging to... in a minute. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be hundreds of people like turn up to this like site where, yeah, I think th- that would be super exciting for me. The first like the first day that we can open the doors to the public and especially I think that who better to have in on the first day than the people that have backed me. Um, yeah, yeah. They're the people that have got me to wear a to, to opening kind of thing so let's get all them people together and have a good kind of have a good night show them the site thank them and just i, I want to be hands-on i want to get to know everybody personally kind of thing that's what we're going to be doing in the restaurant we'll have an open kitchen all the chefs will be taking dishes out there'll be no divide between front and back of house everyone's going to be on a level playing field everyone's going to have the same knowledge and skill set so just show people that we're a big family kind of thing and we want to give back to people as well. Yeah, I can't wait, mate. It's, it's so cool. I'm just still going I, 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 down. I think I'm going. We've covered nearly all of these pledges now, I think. We, I think we have, yeah. <laughs> another, one that's, um, another one that's really cool is the... Um, well, they're all really cool, um, but there's the Matt Williams Fire Day. Yeah, so yeah, that's um, where I've just got to now. I'm like, yes, that's, that's yeah. What we need we to all <laughs> we all know Matt. Um, Matt's a very good friend of mine. Um, Matt is Matt can light a fire with nothing basically. Matt is a bit of a magician with fire, yeah. and he's a very intelligent person um, who has taught me a lot about the science of charcoal and combustion and gases and conversion of gas to heat and all of these things that I haven't got a clue about. You just buy a bag of charcoal back in the day when you you just light it and with a bit <laughs> of petrol or whatever, do you know what I mean? Don't even, don't even think about it. And then like you meet somebody like Matt on the journey and you realize about how using sustainable British wood and the process of making charcoal makes a big difference to heat and energy and flavors. So yeah, I think that's along with the, um, the masterclass and the farm day, I think any, Anybody who's really into barbecue and cooking like that, I think they're really cool things that you don't see, you don't necessarily, if you're not in the industry, get access to. So I think they're pretty cool things for people to jump on and get involved with. Yeah. And finally, if you're feeling flush and you want to eat the most awesome tacos for the rest of your life, then go all out. <laughs> just just yeah. go for it. <laughs> I know I would. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, how many, how many of those could you sell before you actually end up? Everyone in there is just eating tacos for life. <laughs> we're, we're playing that one by ear. We're kind of going to say, I'll be very. It'd be a beautiful thing if somebody went for that. Um, we'll see. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> you you want to be careful if Taco Ben does it. He'll eat you out, won't he? Oh mate, I, I think I, um, I think I own tacos for life anyway. So um, yeah, sort of. I, I always kind of have an American around me, like as a lot of people know about Texas Kev. Um, so I always kind of like, so next year Ben's moving back to America. So if there's any Americans listening, I'm going to be auditioning for a new American friend to look after. So um, maybe that could be a reward. Audition, come and be Andy's American friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could have that as a That's pledge. Weird, Do you want it? to be Andy's yeah. American friend? <laughs> <laughs> God bless Americans. <laughs> Awesome. I just we're getting close to the end now, but just before we go, I just thought we haven't really spoke since the last Meetopia, and you were lucky enough to be there again this year. I just wonder if you yeah, want to just give us a little bit of what happened this year at Meetopia. I, I didn't make it because I was in 
um, in Germany at the Spoger event. It happens the same weekend, so I was gutted that I missed it this year. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so we cooked at me. We were um, invited back to Meetopia Friday and Saturday this year. Um, and we kind of, we went all out and we cooked tacos al pastor. So we got Tom Bray of, um, is it Country Fire Kitchen? Um, he yeah, built yeah. me a, tr- I, I basically dropped him a message and said, I need a trompo, um, which is like a, a shawarma style vertical rotating spit. And I said, I need to be able to put like 160 kilos of pork on it with a big wall of fire behind it. And he was a bit like, oh, God, how am I going to do this? <laughs> but he came through. He came through with the rig for me. Um, we did. We got some beautiful middle white pork from the farm, um, marinated it, made like an adobo um, and an achiote paste. And we did it. And we did, I think we did something like, God, like 1,500 tacos in a couple of days kind of thing. So we, we did a lot of tacos. Um, got some great response, some great feedback from the event again. So, yeah, just super proud to be representing at Meetopia and cooking alongside some of my heroes kind of thing yeah you're you're becoming some other people's hero now (laughs) (laughs) that's cool (laughs) (laughs) right well thanks for your time mate good luck with this project I'll be going on to back it now and I'm sure lots of the listeners will be doing the same um if we want to find it where do people need to go to find this kickstarter project so let me just obviously twitter so at andy low and slow on twitter is where you will i'm quite active at the moment even more so than ever um on twitter but the actual kickstarter if you just type into kickstarter low and slow restaurant birmingham it'll come up we've got a little video on there um all the information's on there so low and slow restaurant birmingham or get me on twitter um and that's the best way to get at us awesome and we'll share a link out when we post the episode so Good luck with it, mate. Brilliant. Keep yeah, up thank you very much, fellas. Best of luck, and, and we can't wait to come and uh, check it out, as I'm sure you'll, yeah. you'll open in the future, and we're really looking forward to it. So best of luck, mate. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Cheers, mate. No Bye. worries. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You're listening to United Q Podcast. We're brought to you by Pro-Q, Kamado Joe, Thermopen, and Smokewood Shack. Pro-Q's extensive range of bullet smokers, reverse flow, and gravity-fed smokers will suit all, from the home enthusiast to the big volume caterer. Kamado Joe, the king of ceramics, is renowned for build quality and innovation. From smoking, roasting, or searing, get that great barbecue taste and keep the moisture locked in. Thermopen Instant Read Thermometers. Take the guesswork out of barbecuing with the super fast Thermopen. Smokewood Shack delivers quality smoking wood every time. They provide the smoky goodness, you provide the talent.